We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's just a heartbreaking way to lose. And that is a really tough call to make at the end of the game. Yeah, that is just, it's the wrong call. It's... You have to allow the players to determine the game. And a 35-foot shot. If there's a foul, there's a foul. But no on, question. On a, you just have to make the call. call but on a heave play where there is not definitive contact, Jalen Brunson is trying to contest. That is just a brutal way to have this comeback be taken away from the New Yorker. Hush, Zoo. I can't wait for the two-minute report. That means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I think somebody already tweeted about that. DJ. Um, because it'll state the obvious. And guess what? Nothing will be done about this. Yes. Just BS. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's going to be done. Nothing's going to be done. Frank Miranda. What's going on, Frank? How are you? What's up, Mac? It's your boy, Frank, from Patreon. I've never come on a post game and blame the refs, but my God. Well, if you're, you were saving it for the right moment. And that travel by Sanjun on the prior on the play prior was a serious miss as well. Yes, I think I misinterpreted what the what the other commenter was saying about the travel. I was thinking it was on the last play. Yes, the previous one was more egregious, 100%. And they could have called that there. These refs were terrible. Yes. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? Jalen got called for a foul on two. Um, should have been charges. And then we end the game like that. Dibs is spot on. The lack of calls for our superstar. Wally is actually spitting right now. Yeah, no, what, good job by Wally. Excellent job by Wally at the end there. Uh, Andrew pointed that out towards the end of our playback. And uh, he was right to do so. As far as the uh, the charge, the, the one that I'm thinking of, there's one that comes to mind where he was definitely there in time. And uh, it was all about whether he was in the restricted, restricted area. It looked from our vantage point like he was not in the restricted area. Didn't get to see a replay. Um, yeah, I, I'll say this. I, I bet here's here, here you go. Here's criticism of Tibbs. I bet if you gave him a, some true serum, he would tell you that he fucked up by using the challenge when he did. In this game, in this sort of game, I think he would admit readily that he screwed up by using that challenge when he did. Thank you, Tom. Alex, what's going on, Alex? Refs allowed Brunson to get abused all damn game. I've seen enough Ed Malloy referee games to know there's crap going on with him and the books. Listen, man, I, you might be right. You might be right. Yep. I wish I could say something else. I don't. I mean, I who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Robert W. Cross, what's going on, Robert? 
I encourage everyone to get pissed off. After all, it is better than being pissed on. Better to be pissed off than pissed on. I wonder who first said that. That's a great quote. It's a great quote. Agreed. Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? The two-minute report will be fun fun read tomorrow. I mean, can you imagine if the, if it actually comes out and says that it shouldn't have been, it wasn't a foul? Which, again, like, I don't even care. I don't even care. You just don't make that call there. You just don't make the call. Can't do it. Dom with another one. What's going on, Dom? I hope they can get one in Orlando with or without Devo and iHeart. Oh, baby. Seriously, uh, nut, serious nut cutting time. I mean, listen, playing the Magic, honestly, the Magic and the Rockets are like kind of mirror images of each other. They're young teams. They come out. They play hard. They don't. I, I guess the difference is that the and the reason the Magic have a much better record than the Rockets is the Magic for a young team really don't shoot themselves in the foot. And the the Rockets kind of do like the, 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 the magic don't have a Jalen green on their team, a player who's like young and interesting and sometimes does good stuff. And like at other times, I think you would probably point to him as the reason the Knicks weren't down 25 in the first half. Um, so yeah, the magic don't have that They're I think, I mean, they're a better team than the Rockets. Uh, and they are, I actually haven't checked in a while how healthy they are or are not. Um, as, as I understand it, they're healthy enough. They got enough of the guys to win. And so if they, I mean, if the Knicks don't have DiVincenzo, I would assume. I mean, I would assume it's Burks and you're going to get a lot of Alec Burks, which is like, look, Alec Burks is awesome. He's Alec Burks has been one of the best. He's been awesome shooter this year. I, I think that's a drop off. You know, that's a drop off. So if they don't have to say nothing of the fact that Burks is going to need to play a ton of minutes if DiVincenzo is out. It's gonna it's gonna be tough. They're gonna need Deuce to step up, play some important minutes if Steven Chenzo's out. Um we'll see. I think it's an important game. I mean, tonight was an important game. Tonight was an important game. Trevor Boom, what's going on, Trevor? Jalen shouldn't have been in for the last play in the first place. If there's one shot left in the game, why not play your best defensive players? Um yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a it's a valid criticism. So who was in the game? It was precious. Um, Hart, Burks, um, they didn't have DiVincenzo, um, Deuce. So then if you don't have Brunson in the game, you don't have DiVincenzo to go to, um, because he's in the locker room. So who else? You don't want Bogey. I'd rather be, I'd rather have Brunson in there than Bogey. Um, Brunson fights like how he's, he's more mobile than bogey. I know he's smaller, but he's more mobile and you have him on the perimeter guarding. So I don't have an issue with that. So then it's basically a matter of, would you rather have Jericho Sims out there instead of Brunson? And I think given the fact that they trusted at that point, precious Achua to handle Sejun because of that specifically, and because and because Jericho Sims is kind of jumpy, as we were pointing out in the first half, Benji was pointing out in the first half. Uh, you know, and and you don't want him jumping up and and you know committing a foul. Um, I kind of think Brunson was the play. You know, I'm not I'm not putting in like Charlie Brown Jr. or uh, Obi's brother. I'm not doing that. So yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, Trevor Boom. Jeremy Chase, what's going on, Jeremy? 
The refs let that Dick Cheese Dylan Brooks beat the crap out of JB all game. He, I mean, he's good at that. Like, I, I mean, specifically, he's good at beating the shit out of you and 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 getting away with it. Um, he's that's uh, like he's a good. I don't want to make that out to be like the only thing he does defensively, but he's very good at that. And he's honed that skill, and it's and it is uh, it's it's a skill. It's a skill. Give Houston thirty three free throws to our twelve, and then have the balls to call that bullshit. Yeah. Hushzu. Wow, this is the same ref that missed the blatant foul call on LeBron in the Celtics game last year. Glad he's still refereeing games. And he's going to be refereeing games for a long time. He's one of the NBA's top referees. He's the crew chief. He's the crew chief. He's absolutely the crew chief. Haitian with another one. What's going on, Haitian? I think it's time we pay homage to the refs we used to hate. In all sports, we're seeing a new wave of officials that aren't ready. It's going to get worse before it gets better. I miss Buffetta. LOL. Yeah, we didn't. It, this definitely falls under the category. We didn't know how good we had it. For sure. Thanks, Haitian. Appreciate you, man. Hush, another one. I'm still stunned. 29 and 9. 29 to 9 in free throws. How is this real? It was it was more than that, right? But yeah, it was where whereabouts. It was it was a big discrepancy. Fuddy. What's going on, Fuddy? How are you, my friend? Always good to see you. The irony of Brunson being pinned for that when he never gets calls. Bontemps called it the worst call ever. We'll look back on this game and laugh. Great playback. If you're not a KFS patron supporter, change that. Uh, that's very kind of you. I thought. I thought we did what we could with that game uh, through what was a very ugly first half for sure. And a uh, very fun second half. I was really, I was happy we were on playback for the second half. Um, in terms of the Brunson part of it and Bontemps specifically, I mean, listen, Tim Bontemps, Tim Bontemps has been around for a long time. Been reporting on the NBA for a long time. He's not someone that is prone to hyperbole. I promise you. Tim Bontemps is not someone that is prone to hyperbole. For him to tweet out that that is the worst the worst call of all time says says all I need to know. Honestly, him saying that, I don't even need to see what anybody else says about the call. And that's honestly, probably why the Knicks didn't even like say like they didn't overreact or they didn't appear to overreact in the locker room because they know they don't need to. They know they don't need to because they have other people do it for them. <clears throat> Anthony Strano, what's going on, Anthony? The calls aren't just bad, they're selective. No consistency whatsoever. Complete horseshit. Well, that's what Tibbs has said but repeatedly. All he wants is consistency. Just be consistent with the calls. And I I bet, I bet at the end of the day, I bet Tibbs is a lot more mad about the 33 to 12. Is that what the final margin was? Um I bet he's a lot more mad about the 33 to 12 than he is about the, the final play. Um, yeah, 33 to 12. Because <clears throat> that shows a lack of consistency. Thank you, Anthony. Alex, Tibbs, please take a lesson from three-time NBA head coach, three-time champion NBA head coach Chief Steve Kerr, not continue to accept this BS. Call out the ridiculous free throw disparity like Kerr would. Um, I mean, I don't, that's sure. I'm fine with anyone who wants more in that vein. That's not something that I'm, I'm not going to 
I don't care the fact that he didn't say whatever he could have said, I guess, in the post game. I think he, again, I think he knows he doesn't need to say anything. And again, it's not gonna make a difference. It's not gonna make a difference. Uh, Jared, thank you for the contribution. Sam Garcia, Donnie, he was right. Hashtag Donnie, he was right. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. Charlie Boyd, third. What's going on, Charlie? No accountability whatsoever for the refs ever. Ed Malloy has been a clown for years. He's not the only one either. Like the stuff that's been going on with, uh, you know, Chris Paul and Scott Foster. That's horrendous. You know, like the fact that the fact that there's a thing now where ahead of playoff games, it's like seeing who the refs are for big games and like the, the, the reaction amongst like even like like just like the like a lot of people are around like who watch the sport the fact that the the reaction is like oh of course the NBA put this ref on this game with against with between these two teams like that should never happen that should never happen that sort of reaction and we get that reaction all the time Exhibition continues. What's going on? I, for one, can't wait for the tweet explaining that they got the call right and we're all just stupid. Fuck the refs. I think we're going to get it. I, I would not be surprised in the least if we saw the last two minutes report and they said, good call. It's not the point. It's not the point. Stephen Peoples, what's going on, Stephen? Thank you for the generous contribution. Thank you for everybody who has made generous contributions tonight. Um, you know, appreciate that. I'll let everyone else uh, comment on that atrocious foul call. I think the criticism of Tibbs and too many minutes is overblown. Unfortunately, Philly is half a game back on us now, and we're further back of the three seat. Uh, one more game before the All Star break. Well, I appreciate that comment, and I, I'll, I'll share something that I said during um, the. Uh, I think I said it during halftime when we were watching the end of the Philly uh, Cleveland game. There was a part of me watching that that the end of that game, and I was like, man, my instinct is to root for Philly, right? Because we're trying to catch Cleveland. And there was a part of me that was like, man, maybe I should just be rooting for Cleveland to win this game and for, and continue to, to try to put Philly in our rearview mirror. Because there is a big part of me that wonders if Cleveland is not just like... I mean, look, it's three games up. With 28 to go, it's certainly not insurmountable. I mean, you can make up three games in in 10 games, you know? You could definitely make up three games in 28 games. But I'm, you know, and ultimately whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Um, and and let me say this. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of at a point where like, look, I want the three seed. I, I mean, I'd love the two seed. I'd I want the three seed. I, after that, I don't. I, I I wonder if we might not be looking at a situation. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'll, I'll say this consistently moving forward. If we, and I'm not saying you could position for this. I'm not saying that they should be tr like trying to lose games or anything. But I'm I I could see a scenario where we get to the playoffs, and the team that is in sixth feels better about their path to a potential Eastern Conference Finals than the team that is in fourth or fifth. I could see that being the case. 
Not saying it's going to be the case. To be clear, not saying that's going to be the case, but like it's, I think it's on the table. But look, continue to try to win games, um, which they're trying to do. They're trying to do that, trying to win games. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Tingus Pingus, what's going on? Tingus, I miss Quick and Grimes and wish we had Bruce Brown. Burks, Boyan are good, but old and slow. Uh, I think Boyan's slow. I don't think Burks is slow. I think Burks is Burks. With that trade, less hustle and defensive tenacity, which upsets me. Um, look, it was somewhat of a gamble. I don't. I think it's a little bit unfair to group IQ and Grimes and then put them against Burks and Boyan. Would you trade quickly in Grimes for Bruce for Burks and Boyan? No, you would not. <laughs> No, you would not. And uh, they didn't do that trade. They traded IQ for for Ojananobi. Um, I like the trade. I like both trades. You're telling me Bruce Brown instead of Boyan and Burks? Because here's the thing, right? I don't know if they were getting Burks. Now, look, you may not care. But financially, it was going to be very tough to figure out a trade for Burks that did not involve Fournier. And they were never, first of all, they can't get Brown without trading Fournier. So that wasn't even on the table. So finding a, a financial, a, a worry that works under the cap, a trade for Burks to bring Burks in here. So my guess is it was either going to be Brown or Burks and Boyet. Not like you were, I don't think that there was going to be a way for you to get Burks and Brown. And frankly, where this team is at with their offense and how limited they are on offense, I I prefer I prefer Burks and, and Boyan. That's me. Reasonable minds could disagree, but that's where I'm at. James Choi, what's going on, James? Game's over. On to the next. There will continue to be a fire under this team. Be fearful. NBA will be healthy soon. Yeah, I think that's probably the proper takeaway. I think that's the sen- most sensible thing. That anybody has said. Anthony Sixto. What's going on, Anthony? Yeah, amen to this. Uh, DJ tweeted about it before. The longer Randall is out, the more you see teams get physical with Brunson, making life harder. Nights like these, you see the value of Julius Randall that isn't measured in stats outside of JB's three-point percentage. And just like, again, it's it's the fact that we that Tibbs is able to play Julius Randall 40 minutes like it's nothing like it's nothing. And he's been able to do that for three and a half years. 
Need me for 38, 39, 40, 41, 42 tonight. When do you when do we see drop off in Julius? Now look, I understand when I say that. That part of the reason you don't see drop off is the the level of intensity on the defensive end is not always quite there. I understand that. But then you look at what he does on the offensive end and how is how big his impact is. And how much he just puts everything else in, into place. Look, I said it the I mean, I was I will at least pat myself on the back for this. I was all over this when the injury happened. There there was, you know, I thought I think let me say this. I think if OG was here and healthy, I think it would be a slightly, slightly different conversation, but not by much. Um, they need Randall. They need Randall. They need him back. They need him healthy and they will get him back. I'm sure of that. Richard Bailey, what's going on, Richard? How are you feeling about Bogey and Burks after two games? I'm feeling okay. You know, Burks hasn't shot it well. Um, actually, he did shot it well the other night. Um, didn't shoot well tonight. Bogey, Bogey hasn't really shot it well, but like I think you see the reasons that they're here. I think they need to get comfortable in the offense. I think they need to get comfortable with the defense. Um, you know, I will say this: the 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 lack of kind of toughness from Bogey. You saw it tonight. You saw it tonight. You saw it. It mattered tonight. But then, like. This wouldn't have been a game down the stretch if if Bogey didn't do what he did in the fourth quarter. So you needed him. You know, I think we know what Burks is. Um, I'm fine with it. I just, I'll I'll say it again. I think I want to see it with everybody. I want to see it with everybody healthy, or at least most of the guys healthy. I want to see how it all slots in the place. Thank you, Richard. Sean with a W. Aaron Holiday, seven for 14, 18 points, unacceptable. It, uh, you could easily. Thank you, Sean. You could easily say the difference in the game was what Aaron Holiday did at the beginning of the fourth quarter. If you want to say that's where the game turned, you could absolutely say that's where the game turned because they had battled, 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 battled back to tie that game. And I know it was a three-point margin going into the um, going into the fourth, but they let Aaron Holiday absolutely have their way, and they let down their guard. They let down their guard for what was essentially like. Just it was just three or four minutes that they let down their guard. Like, if you want to group in, like Andrew made a good point. Like, if you want to group in the last play of the third quarter, which happened with like seconds to go in the in, to remaining in the third, and then you want to look at the beginning of the fourth, and a lot of this was Aaron Holiday. Like the Rockets rattled off. I, I'm trying to pull it up, but my internet's being pretty shitty. Um, like, yeah, that that was the game right there. You could you could. Or, Shouldn't have been the game, but in retrospect, you could kind of say it was. Alex, let's not forget Malloy and Co. got precious into foul trouble early while ignoring all of Brooks's hacking and saying June walks. Pathetic. Good night, uh, John. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Alex. Appreciate you uh, for all the contributions tonight. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was atrocious. All the way through. It's bad. Alex, what's going on, Alex? On a different note, that block by Precious could have gone down with memorable end-of-game blocks by iHeart on Spida or Nerlens against the Mavs. Precious was outstanding. It was so, 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 so big. It was so big. Um, yeah, it was with 21.3 seconds to go, I think I had it at. Yeah, so it was the block that basically gave Brunson a chance to tie the game. 
It was the block that gave the uh, that gave Brunson a chance to tie the game. They don't Brunson does not have the chance to tie the game if it was not for that defensive play. Absolutely. Great job by you to to um to point that out. Thank you, Alex. El Coriano 11. How you doing, El Coriano 11? Uh, Ibaka available. Shot blocker and floor spacer. Pretty sure he's retired. So don't, don't think that's... Don't think these are the droids you're looking for. Thanks, El Coriano. Haitian Ferg, Mo Wagner, and D'Lo and Ed Malloy. All punchable faces. Wagner's a great call. Um, D'Lo, not so much for me. I, I mean, sure. That's fine. D'Lo's fine. I'll give you that. Uh, Mo Wagner, definitely. Mo Wagner, absolutely. And can we throw Kyle Lowry in there, actually? Mostly because of, of the shady shit that he does. There was no, another one the other night against Jalen Brown. I think Kyle Lowry has a uh, pretty punchable face. Throw him in there, too. All right, I finally, I finally got the numbers up real quick. So the Knicks... I don't even know where to cut it off exactly. So if we cut it off at the Aaron Holiday layup... With nine seventeen to go in the fourth, which is that's really where we probably should cut it off. That gave the Rockets fourteen points in um, essentially uh, two minutes and forty five seconds, um, and that was the, yeah that was the game. And Holiday made uh, four four baskets in that stretch. My God, yeah, you can't do that. And then at that point, the Rockets had. Um, 85 points with 917 left to go in the fourth. They scored 20 the rest of the game. Should have been 17. So if you're the Knicks and you give up 17 points over the final 917 of the fourth, you feel okay about that. So their defense did great job all the third quarter until the last play. Defense did a great job over the final nine minutes, 17 seconds of the game. And it was literally just a span of less than three minutes where the defense let up. But that's sometimes that's all it takes. Sam Garcia's dad. Dolan should sue the refs. I'm, well, he's very litigious. So maybe he will. Maybe he will. Thank you, Ray. So I'm just going to jump up here and say that Alex wasn't referring to the block that led to the jump ball. He was referring to the block on the, the possession that led to the Brunson foul. He blocked Holiday, and that's why the ball got swatted out. Oh. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And the next sequence of Super Chats, there are 11 left, all started after um, I came up here and you and I got into it. So Great. They are with that tone in mind. Fantastic. I can't wait to read them. Ray, uh, playing your players to the point they get injured with leads to losses is not about winning. I think a lot of people probably share that opinion. I, I think to assume... To assume that the players is going to get in, are they going to get injured? Because you're because you're pushing them. I, I that's an assumption. That's an assumption. Thank you, Ray. Armand with another one. Here we go. I had this argument with Holtz, uh, Holtzman on Twitter. Tibbs is a great coach, but his teams have historical precedent of players getting injured and being gassed come playoff time. He needs to change or it's time to move on. Um, well, one, he's not going to change. So if you want to move on from him, you know, you move on from him. Um, and trust me, there's been a lot of people who've wanted to move on from him for years. Uh, they don't think that they don't think the trade-off is worth it. Lots more people out there think that the trade-off is not worth it. Um, I will, I will push back on the historical precedent of players getting injured and being gassed come playoff time. 
I think if you put the Rose injury aside, which is I I mean, look, we could you could write a book on the that injury. Um one of the most significant moments in the history of the league. Full stop. Other than that, I don't know that there's been some kind of history of Tibbs players getting injured in the playoffs. And like, frankly, I don't know that I could see a lot of instances of his teams being gassed in the playoffs. Were the Knicks gassed against Cleveland in the first round last year? Did they lose to the heat because they were gassed? I'm, I, 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 I don't think so. My reasonable minds may disagree. Did they lose to the Hawks two years ago because they were gassed? Um, like I'm thinking back to thinking back to some of those series with the Bulls, Bulls Heat second round, push the eventual world champion Heat. I remember those games pretty well. That wasn't a gas team. That was a team that pushed the eventual champs further than they had any right to be pushed. Um, did the Bulls in year one of the Tibbs era lose to the Heat, the eventual uh, Eastern Conference finalists? Uh, because they were gassed, or they sorry, the eventual NBA finalists because they were gassed. I don't think so. I think they just ran into a better team. Like I, I, I again, I don't, I don't. This is one of those things where this is one of those things for me. This is where the narrative takes over the truth, and I just like again, people want to criticize. Look, I, I, I go over the top with this stuff because I'm just very passionate about it. And that's just what I'm going to do there. So many criticisms, so fair to levy, incredibly fair to levy. I do. I would like there to be at least some accuracy on the, on the historical record. That's all buddy. Great call. Next question. There you go. I like it. I like it. Nation Ferg, not caring about winning is just an extreme, just as extreme as fans blaming the coach for minutes when we're missing from injuries that had nothing to do with the coach in the first place. It's a lose-lose combo. It was a, it was look, it was a poor choice of words. I agree with that, but I think you saw the point I was trying to make. That's all. Mythic Monty, black and white thinking fallacy, John. Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't see it that way. Again, a lot of people are going to disagree with me. This is one of those things you're just not going to get me to relent off of. I think you. I think it is more about you take, you take the package. You either take the package or you you get a new package. But to to decide what parts of the package you want and what parts of the package you don't want, that's not that's not reality. It's just not. It's just not. Colin Day, sorry I was late folding laundry. Anything exciting happened? Uh, no, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. Thanks, Colin. Kevin, what's going on, Kev? How are you? Thank you for another generous contribution. I feel like there's some middle ground between uh, AC and G- JMAC that the front office has reached. Medical staff, in my opinion, is very conservative with injuries to counteract Tibbs. For the most part, it works. No major injury without this front office. Um, or, or no major injury with this front office. Yeah, and that's and that's part of it. That's part of it. I, I I actually I love this point. I love this point. I love this comment because that is the front office's job. That is the front office's job. If you are going to hire a coach that you know, and you knew the day you hired him, and you know it now, that is going to push the limits, 
as far as any coach in the league is going to push them, then you absolutely should be able to step in sometimes and be like, you know what? We're not going to give you the choice to push this limit this far, you know, which is why for as utterly ridiculous. And it was the most ridiculous thing he said all year. The it's all medical comment was from Tibbs. I, I kind of appreciated there was some truth in, in the jest there. Um, not that he was laughing, but that like for him, it's like it once it gets across his desk, it's on, it's up to him. If it's medical, it's medical. He stays out of it. Thank you, Kevin. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, busy. Here we go. I, I'm, I'm ready. John, stop. Tibbs is instant gratification instead of big picture. Oh, I know busy's been saving this up. This isn't something that should be compared to your wife. You can have your cake and eat it too there. Um, there are coaches winning coach that does what we are asking for. Hashtag heat culture. How many regular season games uh, Jimmy plays again? Big picture. Coaching wasn't going to send a super chat, but your stubbornness is baffling. I'm, I, you're not the only one who's baffled by it. Tibbs, you know who started load management. Five-time NBA champion, Greg Popovich. A lot of coaches do it differently. A lot of coaches do it differently. Um, you know, and yeah, absolutely. Jimmy load manages hundred percent. And that's something that the heat have arrived at the place where they could do that and credit to them, credit to them for being able to do that and credit to them for being um, very comfortable sitting in eighth place. Uh, game back of the Pacers, game back of the Magic, two and a half games up on the Bulls for ninth. Uh, credit to them for not caring that fans of theirs, high and low, long and wide, long and long and far. I don't know. Um, are saying this is it? We're done. This is nonsense. Uh, you know this team just like what are we doing here? Credit to them. They have a belief. You know, in 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 what they've done, they feel like they could get to that. They they have arrived at that point where they do not need to push it as hard. And yeah, pop absolutely, pop king of load management, right? Uh, how how I I guess you know pop pop's record speaks for itself, right? Have we gone too far in the other direction from the load management thing? 
Pop started it. He kind of invented the concept. And I don't I don't know. I don't know. As far as what I my own, you know, opinions about Tibbs are pretty well documented. I think it's it's worth the trade off. For this organization specifically. Thank you, Busy. Another one. Remind me how many rings Tibbs has again. Show me where this has worked before. You really want me to show you where pushing guys to their I mean, go look through all of NBA history until the last 10, 15 years. You know? This is how it's always been done. You play your best players. <laughs> That's it. Like it's literally, I mean, it's, it's it's all it's it's all it's just it, I don't know what else, I don't know how else to say other respond to that other than literally always up until the last 10, 15 years. And like go look at playoff rotations, you know? Um and frankly, honestly, let's just go look at regular season minutes. Like go compare some of like yeah, you're like you're always gonna it's always gonna stand out sometimes on certain nights and in certain segments when guys are down and like you're playing you're overextending guys. Um to 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 pretend like he's the only coach that is, does this A and B to pretend like playing your best players more minutes does not yield positive results sometimes. Come on. Let's, let's be serious for a second. Um, this is, by the way, Ed Malloy. Uh, I'll read this. This is per Fred Katz. After seeing it during post-game review, the offensive player was able to return to a normal playing position on the floor. The contact, which occurred after the release of the ball, therefore, is incidental and marginal to the shot attempt and should not have been called. Well, that's fucking great. That's great. Contact, which occurred after the release of the ball, therefore, is incidental and marginal to the shot attempt and should not have been called. I think that's what they call insult to injury, my friends. I think that's what they call that. Busy with another one. And we're not even asking for low management. Just don't kill them for one February win. Don't play them for 16 straight minutes. Um, Josh Hart reacts. Of course he does. Um, Busy, I, I'm being very sincere. I, I'm not for me to sit here and be like, it's totally fine to play a player 16 straight minutes. I'm not going to do that. And if you, if you listen to me carefully, when I get up here and I do what I do, or I try to do what I do, I, I tend to focus on the larger picture, you know, and the, and the decision-making process behind all of this. And my, my, my point it's not that Tom Thibodeau is perfect. I've never said that. I've, I've, I've never said. I've never tried. I've tried never to say that people. Anybody who you know has issues with how he goes about his business has no leg to stand on. They absolutely do. My point has always remained that you 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 cannot you cannot pick and choose. This is a coach who believes. I'm going to try my best with the players that I have to win every game. And he thinks that if he has a healthy player, that he has an internal calculation of how far he could push that player. 
And I'm sure the players involved in that decision as well. All right. The decision sometimes may not work out. If Dante DiVincenzo has to miss time, you could easily say this decision did not work out. Decisions can be made and be wrong. The decision to hire Tibbs may work out to be wrong. I don't know. My point is just about asking, picking and choosing when you want him to be the guy that during big wins, we sit up here and we praise and laud for turning around the organization. If you want that, you get, you get this. That's all. It's my only point that I'm trying to make. It's the world. It's, it's reality. Thank you, busy. Dom Cappuccini, this too shall pass. The Knicks are still really good. Yep. No disagreement. Let's go Knicks on Wednesday. Yes. Kevin, some of you want Fisdale back secretly. Oh, man. Come on. There, I mean, there are people who have never wanted tips. And who would be and who would be dancing. It, that, that's really why I always get in, Andrew. When Andrew gets on me, when you're like, this is they're not making it about tips. You're making it about tips. Like, I, I know the undercurrent that exists. Why are we assuming that? Because I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm not going to say it. Like you're, Kevin, telling me that, you're telling me that there's not an undercurrent of, of, of a significant portion of Nick fans in that, our bubble where people send you money to comment on things. No, I don't actually. I do think that people just want you to give an honest reaction to something without disrespecting them. That's what I think happens, John. I don't know. And who Kevin, I, I appreciate the comment. I always do. I love our back and forth on Immaculate Grid. You can criticize Tibbs and not secretly want Fisdale back. How's that? I didn't say people want Fisdale back. There is an undercurrent. That's my point. Okay. I don't think I disrespected anybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, St. Nick's NYC. You're right, John. These got these guests are gusts are idiots. We would have to be in the Heat's position eighth. Buzzy is drunk. No, I don't think Buzzy's drunk. Buzzy's I don't think Buzzy's drunk either. Very notable patron. Love our love your contributions on all of our town halls. Busy. No, but appreciate like, the many contributions you gave tonight. Yes, and I completely agree. And Busy has like again, Busy has point. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think he wants Spisdale back either. I also think he's happy with the the fifth seed where the Knicks are right now, or the fourth seed. Where are they ahead of Philly still? The fourth seed. Yeah, They're, the Knicks are fourth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two more. Okay, Manny Campos, Ed Malloy just admitted to Fred Katz the call was wrong per Woj. Yeah, that's I'm sure that's going to make the rounds. Thanks, Ed. And then uh, Fuddy with another one. Okay, this post game is making me feel better about this loss. How so? I'm going to pour another whiskey and watch Sopranos. I I met Buscemi a couple nights ago. Season five it is. Oh, that's awesome, man. I know he's one of your heroes. Um, maybe the best season? I don't know. It's up there. It's up there. And um, we are done. You you think I went too far? I oh, think... okay. I know. Listen, you, 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 call, you call it space paid. You're never unfair. You're never unfair with me. If you say I went too far, then I probably went too far. Here's my two cents on it. I normally agree with you. I'm I'm not someone that wants to fire the head coach. I do think I at times the minutes thing is overblown. I very much, because I saw the Fizdale and the Hornacek and the Kurt Rambis 
and the Isaiah Thomas era, I very much appreciate what the Knicks have. And I like to your point, like my wife makes me do the dishes. It doesn't mean I don't get to complain about doing the dishes. And it doesn't mean I don't love her if I do complain. Oh, see, I never complained about my wife. I've never okay. once uttered a complaint about my wife. And I never okay. Will. And I don't think if you ever did, it doesn't mean you don't love her is my point. And I don't think if I say, man, Tibbs, you're playing these guys too much. That means I secretly want a different coach. And there's an undercurrent of anything. To me, I think pointless. I'm accepting right to you because everything he does leads to this base level of competence you've always wanted. Oh, no, it's either it's it's well, that is it. And that is it is that he's the, he is you, he is you personified in a head coach, and it's why I accept it, John. Yes, I just don't think other people that aren't you don't care about winning. That was my only pushback. You told I, somebody send a smaller super, super chat no. and say and, and so that way and it just says don't care i don't care about winning which i don't think is necessary that was my pushback you're right i i, I don't know if it, was, it was a poor choice of words i was i don't think i was being disrespectful uh but it was a poor choice of words but it was because it was a point behind it that i was trying to make that i, I could have made more eloquently how about that fair that that's fair that's fair fine okay. that's it we're done you don't want to argue about something else Leo in uh, Killers of the Flower Moon wasn't that good, by the way. Oh, that's crazy. I, I thought it was like comical at a certain point. That's, that's awful. That's, that's, that's much worse than any take you've ever had about anything else. Also, um, <laughs> trying to think of something else. No, that's the only that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's it's still egregious that he wasn't nominated. He was and, and Margot Robbie, but almost as egregious. Um, mm. although I did like Annette Benning and Nyad, I thought she was very good, but it's, I, I, I don't know like if my movie opinion matters here, but I'm impartial to Zach Efron. That's my snub. That's my snub to, this I, year. I have to see that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're done. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in to this <laughs> exhilarating post game. Sure. Nobody regrets mm. their life choices, uh, after that. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, subscribing to the channel. Please do so, uh, do the five star, uh, review rating and uh, leave a review and all that stuff. We appreciate you. And uh, we will be back uh, with uh, more fun and games uh, soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.